In the Mountain West, we take the lead. We show heart and grit and have the vision to be leaders in everything we do. We don't wait for opportunities. We create our own. Today is our day, and we will take the lead. Hey, everyone. Happy to have you with us for another volleyball edition of the Mountain West podcast, Taking the Lead. On this episode of Taking the Lead, I sit down with Air Force head coach Keith Barnett. He's been a member of the Falcons coaching staff since 2015 and was promoted to head coach in 2019. Barnett played volleyball collegiately at Pepperdine, had two stints with the U.S. national team, and played professionally for three seasons in Belgium. Well, let's now welcome in Air Force head coach, Keith Barnett. Coach, I appreciate you making time for us on Taking the Lead today. It's great to see you. Yeah, anytime. Uh, it's, it's good to be featured here. So this is fun for our team. Yeah, well, you're entering your fifth season as the head coach of the Falcons, but ninth overall with the program. So how have you seen this program grow from the first time you stepped on Academy grounds to now? Uh, I think it's been exponential. Uh, we've we've done a wonderful job building skill, uh, you know, going out recruiting doing a, a lot of the the small things that, that make a difference. And we've just been building on, uh, you know, what Matt McShane started here in 2010. And so, um, you know, watching that, watching that come around and, and seeing us put it together and 13 years later, you, you know, we've got uh, 20 women who know how to play real well. Yeah. Well, you finished eight and three in the non-conference schedule. What's been the best part of this season so far with your group? Uh, I think doing things a little differently, you know, having them lean into each other, having them rely on each other, uh, returning 15 players is, is wonderful. Uh, we have balance in classes. We have five in every class now, and that's never been the case here before. Uh, so I think just that that depth uh, and the experience returning has been the biggest key for us to be able to get off to the start we want. You mentioned doing things a little bit differently. What have you done this differently or tried to employ um, that's maybe changed the trajectory of this group this year? Yeah, uh, we hired a sports psychologist a couple of years ago. Um, She's helped uh, a whole lot in terms of setting up our team with the right mindset and allowing them to understand how information works, you know, coming through the brain, uh, you know, what your feelings do to that information um, you know, how to keep our team focused on each other and not, you know, the negative thoughts that can easily enter your, your mindset and then can alter the next three points versus, you know, just the one and then you let it go. Uh, I think a lot of those pieces are, you know, more the mental side of things as far as how we cope and, uh, and deal with the stresses of, of being not just a cadet here, uh, but also being on an NCAA Division One team. Yeah, the the mental game when it comes to sports might even be more important, right, than what you do on the court or the field sometimes. Um, how have your players responded to that? Because that's interesting. You put an emphasis on that and really show, hey, we care about this. We care about the mental side of the game. Yeah, I think it's we care about you. Uh, you, you know, it's not just the result. It's not the outcome. It's it's not the it's not the volleyball side of things. Uh, when we lost to UT Arlington, uh, I told them, I said, hey. Uh, you know, keep your heads up, you know, walk through this with your heads held high because it's what you did. It's not who you are. Um, and I think that, you know, keeping that perspective uh, has helped our players understand that it's 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 a feeling. It's a bad feeling to lose, but it's not permanent uh, and it's it doesn't affect it you personally unless you allow it. Yeah. 
No, that's some really good points. Well, let's take a look at some of the names returning for you this year. First up, have to mention the preseason All-Mountain West selection, Joy Harvey. She's the first Falcon to earn a preseason honor in program history. Can you take us into what Joy Harvey means to this program outside of the stats off the court? She's done a lot of things first. Uh, you know, she was the first ever Mountain West freshman of the year a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, she's been two-time all-region. Uh, she's she's done a lot of things for the first time. So seeing her be preseason uh, first is, I guess, not a surprise. Uh, and at the same time, it just speaks to, you know, how physical she is, the work that she's put in, um, and her dedication to to this program. So it's it's good to see, and it's good to see that, that outcome because we started recruiting her you know, long ago, she went through our prep school. So this is her, you know, her fifth year here. Um, so it's, it's pretty neat to watch that happen. See that evolution, I'm sure as a coach is really cool for you. Well, Mac Russ is another player I'd love to highlight. Set the academy record for most blocks in a single game with 14 earlier this season. She's been a steady force for the Falcons. And now as an upperclassman, how have you seen her move into maybe more of a leadership role um, on the court and how she carries herself? Yeah, uh, she's captain. You know, she's one of our, our co-captains. We have two. Uh, I think that that's an important space for her to have, you know, gotten those votes and, and that and that vote of confidence from her teammates. Uh, she's got a motor. Uh, that that kid just never stops. Uh, and I think uh, there's almost a point where we're like, hey, you know, you could tip once in a while, you know. And she's like, wait, that exists. Uh, so I, I think you know the, the the softer side of Mac is the side that's starting to come through. Um, but the fact that she just never quits is the reason why she has that many blocks in, in that one, you know, in that one game. Yeah. She's a fun player to watch. Another one, Aaron Sires was named cadet athlete of the week last week, had gathered up a career high 14 kills and finished the weekend at the Santa Clara mission classic with 36 kills, 10 blocks, eight digs, two assists, but not to mention one thing I thought was really cool, and I'm sure you enjoy, she's accounted for almost 127 of the team's points this fall. What part of her game has been the brightest spot so far and helped this team see success? Uh, her, her confidence. Uh, I think that she knows she can do it, and I think she's willing to take the risk uh, that's required. And so she's made a pretty good growth step uh, this year. Uh, she's also healthy. Last year, she had started to make that transition. and then. Uh, you know, they ended up on the line at the same time in the preseason uh, and she went down with an ankle injury and that really hurt us. Uh, so seeing her healthy for the first time in a while uh, has, I think, really boosted her morale and her confidence. And obviously she has the skill set. She has the physicality. Uh, and again, another fifth year kid having gone through the prep school with joy. Um, so it's really neat to see her you know, develop and, and see success. Well, those are the returners, but now we've got some newcomers as well. You added five freshmen to your roster this season, hailing from various parts of the country, from Indiana to Florida, Nevada. Can you take us into what it's like recruiting at the academy? Because it's a lot more than just saying, hey, come play volleyball for us. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a, it's a smorgasbord. It comes with a, a side of basic, you know, and it comes with <laughs> uh, a job at the end. Uh, it comes with a five-year commitment. Uh, it, it comes with a really cool paycheck. It also comes with a, a huge demand academically, uh, let alone militarily. So I think that all of those things, uh, it, it's a triumvirate of things. You know, it's, it's can you hold up academically? Can you hold up militarily? And do you want that life and that future? And then can you play volleyball at the level the Mountain West demands? Uh, you know, there's there's some teams in our league that are just gnarly. And so I think um, getting kids that can hold up under those three things 
uh, has taken years and years and years of work. And you're seeing that through our freshman class, our sophomore class, you know, and now our, our fifth year seniors and the three of them in Amber Soto, Aaron Sires and Joy Harvey. So it's, uh, it's a cool thing to see culminate. Yeah. Well, now that it's full steam ahead with conference play, looking back, how would you encapsulate this non-conference portion of the season? It's a good tune-up, uh, you know, and and finishing up with Marquette was a a good awakening. They're gnarly. Uh, they they hit the ball so heavy. Uh, they serve really really well. And walking into somebody else's house, uh, who was a Sweet Sixteen team last year, uh, was a a daunting feeling. And it's no different going to UNLV, CSU, you know, Nevada, Fresno. You go into these large arenas uh, against really well coached teams, and and how do you you know how do you come out on the other side, and and you know hopefully with a W. First weekend of conference action has you traveling to Fresno State on Thursday and then Nevada on Saturday. What has you most looking forward to conference play based off of what you were able to accomplish in the first half of the season? You know, returning 15 players that have been in most of these venues. Uh, now it comes to performance again uh, after having some success in those places in years past. So how can we put it together more often? Uh, against a lot of new coaches. You know, there's five new coaches this year inside the conference. Um, you know, two of them are assistants, so they're not totally new, uh, but they're still new to the seat. Uh, and so, you know, I think that they have, they've changed some things. And so how do we adapt to those, to those newcomers? What is your favorite part about coaching in the Mountain West? You know, that's a good question. I, I think, I think the, the camaraderie of the other coaches has been really fun and, and to get to know them. Uh, the destinations are really cool as well. Uh, you know, the, the mountains in the fall are, are gorgeous, uh, you know, and the beach isn't too bad either, you know, when we go out to California. <laughs> uh, so th- those things are great. Uh, you know, living in Colorado Springs, my wife's from here. Uh, so there, there's a lot of ties to our community. Uh, and so it, it's great to be in this space. Awesome. Well, coach, we've now arrived to the final portion of the podcast, the fifth set. I know you're nervous right now, but we'll get through it. Okay. Uh, Yeah. You warned me earlier that this is your favorite part. I'm not sure it's ours. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, my first question for you, I asked this to air force women's soccer head coach, Laura Busby, a few weeks ago, living in Colorado Springs, you're very familiar with interquest parkway and the just wide array of restaurants that are now popping up. So if you had to choose a burger spot to eat at on interquest parkway, which restaurant are you choosing? I believe in and outs over there, correct? It is over there. Yeah, uh, that I mean, that's where I'm going every single time. I, I, I take my daughter there after some of our matches. So, uh, yeah. You act like that's an easy answer. Is that like, is that supposed to be like the best burger place on Interquest? Because I'm a Shake Shack. I'm a Shake Shack person. Okay, I can see that. Uh, I, you know, I spent nine <laughs> years in California. And so in and out was where was where we would go. Okay. Okay. That, that really, that, that explains it all. That explains it all. You're a Cali guy. All right. Favorite spot to visit in Colorado Springs that you highly recommend to any out of state visitors. Uh, as in like a tourist or a, a restaurant, like, what are you looking for? Yeah. Uh, like I was thinking garden of the gods was one that I would say, but like okay. something like a fun activity. Yeah, Garden of the Gods is wonderful. I, I love the USOPTC. You know, I was there for uh, on and off for about three years. My brother spent a number of years there. Uh, I have a lot of affinity for uh, seeing people be great at what they do. Uh, and obviously, you know, it's there behind me. 
Uh, so I think uh, going there and, and supporting, you know, that space and that place is, is a wonderful thing for uh, us to have inside of our community. So there are the Olympic Museum. Uh, those are really, really neat, unique places for us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got three daughters. So I'm curious, um, what was your favorite movie to watch with them of theirs when they were younger? Yeah, uh, the third one's, you know, she's last. She doesn't matter. You know, she's eight. Uh, we, give, we give her a hard time about that. You know, we're like, ah, whatever, you're fine. You just go along with whatever the others you do. Uh, but but Frozen seemed to fit us pretty well. And there were there were a lot of moments of that. Uh, you know, Tangled's another good one that, that has come up. Uh, you know, with three little girls, there's uh, a wide array of movies that, that we can watch. And we're, we're growing into the, the more advanced ones. Uh, the one that we have next uh, that I really want to see with them, uh, they just read it. They just read the book. Uh, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You know, you killed my father. Prepare to die. So, do you know what movie? That <laughs> do I know? No, because I don't watch movies. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I was gonna say it might be a generational divide, but it's the Princess Bride. So that's you know that that's where we are. We're, we're gonna watch that one next. Ah. Uh- I expose myself a lot on here with these questions because I don't watch movies uh, that often. So that's why I asked about the younger children's movies because you know I know Frozen. <laughs> okay, yes. But I, okay, I, that's I, I one to add. It. Yep, you watched <laughs> The Princess Bride. Uh, and you know, if you read the book, I think it, there's some correlation too. So it's fun. Okay, well, I'm a big reader as well. So I, it might be book before movie. Um, all right. Another question for you. What is a bucket list activity that you've always wanted to try? A bucket list activity. Uh, well, seeing as how we're a fall sport, uh, getting up into the Northeast, uh, and seeing, you know, the colors is one of the things that we have uh, not been allowed to do for 16 years. Uh, so I'd love to, I'd love to have an opportunity to do that. Uh, I don't know if I just need to do a better job scheduling <laughs> So as we covered earlier. <laughs> as we covered earlier, it might just be on you at this point. <laughs> That's right. All right. That's my, my my last question for you, Coach. What is the most random fact that you know? The most random fact. Uh, oh God, that's hard. I'm not good at randomity. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe that's the most random fact. No, um, you've stumped me, and this is terrible because I'm on film. Um, the most random fact that I know: how many people can fit inside of a C17? You know, like they set up a rows and rows and carry like 400 people. I don't know. It's, oh, it's gnarly. You act like everyone knows that. No, I don't know if anyone knows that question, like who's watching this podcast. So that is a very random fact. Thank you for that. Yeah. They put that many seats inside of a C-17 and then carry that many people. I was astounded when I heard that. I certainly did not know that. So yes, that is a random fact that now, now I know, and now I'm glad that I know. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It took me so long to get there, you know? Uh, yeah, you, you, you stumped me. Well done. <laughs> well, coach, thank you so much for joining me on taking the lead today. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate you joining us and good luck with the start of conference action. Wonderful. And thanks for taking it easy with me on those five questions. That's Air Force Volleyball head coach, Keith Barnett. Mountain West Volleyball Conference play is finally here. To watch matches this fall, head on over to the MW.com or download the Mountain West app, available on Apple and Android devices. Join us next week for more episodes of Taking the Lead, available on Apple, Spotify, and the SiriusXM app.